Blog Talk Radio. So check them out. 
check out their music. They have a new album coming out if it hasn't been out already. So today we're talking about snoring. Are you the type of person that has difficulty with snoring, or do you know somebody in your family that has snoring? Snoring is a very serious issue, but sometimes we make we make fun of that situation, but it's not really a laughing matter for a lot of people because sometimes snoring can affect a person's relationships quite quite simply because snoring is such a loud noise and it actually uh, can inhibit a person's health in some regard because at some point you may have to check to see if you have what's called obstruct, obstructive sleep apnea. Uh, you can refer to my Sleep Disorders Episode 7 where I really talk in depth about sleep disorders and one of those is obstructive sleep apnea. So check out that Episode 7 about that particular issue. So I want to define snoring for all of you. And snoring is a hoarse or harsh sound that occurs when your breathing is partially obstructed in some way while a person is sleeping. So while you're sleeping, there is that obstruction. Sometimes snoring can indicate serious health issues, like I said before. Obstructive sleep apnea is one of them. Now, it's just you may think it's just a nuisance to your partner, but you have to be very careful in not taking it lightly as well if you're the snoree. If you're the person that is snoring, it's very important that you think about maybe going to a professional, like an ear, nose, and throat doctor, or some other specialist like your medical professional to, to see what they think is your best route to take in order to find out what exactly is it that you're, why you snore. Now, as many as half of adults sometimes snore. Now, snoring occurs when there's an airflow uh, past relaxed tissues in your throat. Now, it causes the tissues to vibrate, and as you breathe, and also creates an irritating sound. Now, lifestyle changes, such as losing weight, avoiding alcohol consumption, close to bedtime, or sleeping on your side, can help stop snoring in some cases. However, in addition to medical devices that you may see, like uh, Zepia or Zepa, you may hear some of those commercials. Uh, some of those devices work, but for some people it doesn't work, and some people may require surgery to remove some of that disruptive snoring. But in some cases, uh, it's found out by researchers that maybe surgery is not the best indicator for you to, to look at uh, in, your, in your situation. So it's best to really talk to your medical professional to see what they believe. And, of course, you have to be in total agreement with that situation. So today's broadcast, I just want to give a small disclosure. I am not a medical doctor, but I've researched this uh, whole process of snoring, and I'm receiving my information from Mayo Clinic. So look at Mayo Clinic. You can get a lot of information from them. Now, we're looking at symptoms today of snoring. Now, being that snoring is often associated with a sleep disorder, as I mentioned before, OSA, obstructive sleep apnea, uh, not, all snorer, not all snorers have this condition. But snoring is often found to be with some of these symptoms I'm about to talk to you about. Noise during sleep is one of them. Excessive daytime sleepiness. 
the person has a difficult time of concentrating, morning headaches come about, sore throat, restless sleep, gasping or choking at night. There are some people that when they're sleeping, that they've gotten a sleep study. Now, that's a real important thing to do, folks, is sleep study. Sleep study can find a lot of different issues. There are some people that when they fall asleep and they're in the middle of their sleep cycle, when they do the sleep study, they found and were told by those sleep uh, analysts that they stop breathing 10, 20, 30 times even in the middle of the night. So this is a very serious issue, and I know that, you know, sometimes we joke around and with our friends and, and relatives and, and partners and wives and all that, but, but the, whole, the whole issue is it, it can't be taken lightly like we said earlier. So the other issue is um, besides the gasping and choking at night that I just talked about, a person has high blood pressure as a symptom. Uh, you may get a chest pain at night. Your snoring is so loud that it disrupts your partner's sleep. That's a big indication that you have a sleep problem. You wake up choking or gasping for air. That's a true sign that something is really going. So you may ask, when is it time to go see a doctor? Well, any time that either one, your partner is being obstructed by you and your snoring behavior, uh, and you don't want to damage your relationship because the person kicks you out of bed. You don't want to get stuck sleeping on a couch or sleeping on a floor or just in another room of the house. You want to be able to find out what exactly is the issue so you can, you can really take care of this. So when you see a doctor is when you have any of the above symptoms that I've just mentioned. Now, one of the things that's important is finding out what are the causes that happen to snoring and to snores. Now, many factors such as what's the anatomy of your mouth, and if you have any sinus trouble, do you have a deviated septum, maybe from a broken nose in your previous years of life? Do you consume alcohol? Do you have any allergies? Do you have any colds? Do you have obesity? Do you have anything that leads to snoring is basically what doctors and researchers talk about. So when you doze off and progress from a light sleep to a deep sleep, the muscles in your root of your mouth, and I'm sorry, not the root of your mouth, but the roof of your mouth, I, I misspoke, and that's called the soft palate. The tongue and throat actually relax when this happens. So the tissues in your throat can relax enough that they partially block your airway and vibrate. The more narrowed your airway becomes, the more forceful the airflow becomes. So your mouth anatomy, having a low, thick, soft palate, can narrow your airway. People who are overweight may have extra tissue in the back of the throat, which also narrows the airways. So now, consumes alcohol. Snoring can also be brought on by this issue before bedtime because also alcohol becomes a vehicle for the muscles to relax, and then it decreases the body's natural defenses against airway obstruction. Now, if a person has nasal problems, such as chronic nasal congestion or a crooked partition, between their nostrils, as I said before, deviated nasal septum. This also contributes to snoring. Sleep deprivation. Not getting enough sleep can lead to further throat relaxations. Sleep position. Snoring is typically and most frequently the loudest when sleeping on one's back as, as due to the gravity effects which impact the throat and narrows the airway. 
Now, obstructive sleep apnea, when snoring may also be associated with this, in a serious condition, your throat tissues partially or completely block your airway, preventing you from breathing. So when I said earlier, some people have gone to sleep studies and they found that the doctor said, you know what, you stop breathing 10 to 20 to 30 times, and I think you have obstructive sleep apnea as a result. This is a very serious condition, so a lot of people may have to use what's called a CPAP machine, and that is an assistant machine that helps a person breathe more regularly and less uh, indicators of, of problems with snoring at that point. It's, a, it's a, one of the best devices that are used now for most people with chronic sleep apnea. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is the risk factors involved with snoring. Now, the risk factors which may contribute to a person's snoring activity are the following. If you are a man, so men who are more likely to snore or have sleep apnea than, than women do. So men have a, a much higher rate of sleep apnea, obstructive sleep apnea, than women do. Being overweight, um, that's not, that always is stressed very strongly. However, the one thing I do want to say, the little anecdote, is that doctors say also it doesn't always mean that a heavy person is going to snore. If you're thin, if you're not overweight, you're not obese, you too can snore. So if you are very fit, you don't have any weight problems, you too can have snoring issues. All right. Now, having a narrow airway is also an issue. If you have large tonsils or adenoids, sometimes people need to get those removed because they are partially the, the reason why a person is snoring. Now, as we talk about having nasal problems, there may be structural defects that a doctor finds when you go to your nose and throat, and they may say you may require surgery because you seem to have chronic uh, nasal congestion and you're at greater risk for snoring. So that's something that is important to recognize. Also, if you are a person that has a history in your family of snoring or has someone in your family, like your father, your mother, someone in your family that passed down some, some genetic factors such as obstructive sleep apnea, this is something important to recognize. All right, right now I'm going to give you a, a quick commercial. When I come back, we're going to go over complications and some other factors of snoring. And then we'll finish our show. And, again, don't forget to check out my episodes on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. You're listening to Getting Healthy Today, Impacting People's Lives, Episode 21, Understanding Snoring. When we come back, we'll continue this program. Winning a championship takes hard work, dedication, and commitment. Professional and world-class athletes use AdvoCare products. Why? Because they work. Scientifically formulated, independently tested, and proven to give us the results that we're looking for to play at a championship level. Are you looking for results? AdvoCare. Use it. The pros do. All right. You just heard Drew Brees talking about AdvoCare a world-class nutritional company, great products. All right, so we're back. You're listening to Getting Healthy Today, Impacting People's Lives. This is Episode 21. We're live, and we're talking about understanding snoring. And just before the break, we were talking about the major issues uh, surrounding this condition and some of the causes, risk factors, and symptoms. So we're going to talk right now about complications about this. Um, if you want to call into the show, 
It is a live show, so you can call at 516-418-5979. That's right, 516-418-5979. And again, this is Victor Ruiz, your host of Getting Healthy Today, Impacting People's Lives, Block Talk Radio Program. And, of course, you can check out all these programs at www.blogtalkradio.com and you can follow this broadcast as well. And definitely share with friends. All right, so let's talk about the complications of snoring. As a person who has consistent snoring issues is considered like a habitual snorer. So they're not just a nuisance, but aside from that, they affect people around them, right? So if a person has obstructive sleep apnea, they may be at risk for other complications. Now, there's daytime sleepiness, frequent frustration or anger. There's difficulty concentrating. The person has a greater risk of high blood pressure, heart conditions, and stroke. An increased risk of behavior problems such as aggression or learning problems, even in children with obstructive sleep apnea. An increased risk of motor vehicle accidents can be due to the lack of sleep. So it's very important that if you're having problems sleeping, that this is an issue that you must address and not leave alone. So if you have an appointment, how do you prepare for that? Well, you're likely to see... First, your family doctor first, your general practitioner, and then be referred to a doctor who specializes in what's called sleep disorders. Um, You may see a person that's called the ear, nose, and throat doctor or specialist. And again, checking out the sleep disorders, uh, definitely go to episode seven where I really discuss that in depth. All right. Now, you also want to write down the symptoms. When you go to the doctor, write down the symptoms of everything that you experience while you've been snoring. If you wake up extremely fatigued, write that down. So that's something that the doctor needs to know. Um, Make a list of all the medications you're on because also sometimes medications can impact your snoring behavior and you may not even know it. So it's good to let your doctor know all the medications that you are on. Also, other questions about your condition, you know, basically you may ask the question, what makes me snore when I sleep? Is my snoring a sign of something more serious, such as obstructive sleep apnea? These are all questions that you may ask the doctor. What kinds of tests do I need? What happens during a sleep test? What treatments are available for snoring? These are just some of the questions you could ask your doctor. And which do you recommend, sir? What types of side effects can I expect from treatment? Are there any alternatives to primary approaches that you could suggest to me? Are there any steps I can take on my own that will help my snoring any better? Are, are there any steps that I could take to understand my snoring? How can I best manage these conditions together? Are there any brochures or printed materials that I could find and take home with me to learn more? And what websites do you recommend that I visit on a daily basis to get more information? So what can you expect from your doctor? You can, you can expect that the, the questions that you ask the doctor, he'll give you an answer or she will give you an answer. And it all depends on what person you're speaking to. Obviously, your medical family practitioner may not have all the answers, but the specialist will. And he will probably, I would, I would say nine times out of ten, it's almost 100% a given, that they're going to ask you to, to, uh, to get a, a sleep study performed. Because a sleep study is one of the best and known tests to be given to someone who has a snoring problem. Because they need to rule out if you have obstructive sleep apnea. And as a result, many people, if they have this condition, depending on how severe it is, they often 
from my knowledge, are given the CPAP machine. My father's a chronic snorer and was given a CPAP machine. So, and he's doing extremely well. He's told me that with his CPAP machine and using it every single night since he first started with it, he sleeps like a baby. So there are some really great advantages to doing it. So, you know, being silent and doing nothing about your snoring, you know, you could be really damaging your health but also affecting your relationship, you know. If you sleep better and your partner sleeps better, life is better if you think about it. So remember, it's not a laughing matter. But let's talk about tests and diagnosis. So we did say sleep study is one of the tests that people often do for this condition. But let's talk about the test and diagnosis involved. So to diagnose this condition, your doctor will review all your signs and symptoms. He'll review all the answers you gave to questions that you might have had and he might have had or she might have had. They're going to perform a physical examination on you. They're going to find out all your basic health conditions that you presently have. They may do some imaging tests uh, such as x-ray, um, a CAT scan, uh, any one of those types of the treatments and possible medications involved, it depends. To treat your condition, the doctor will likely first recommend lifestyle changes first. They don't really jump into uh, medications unless it's really a necessary situation. So they want to see if you lose weight without making any changes in your snoring behavior. They also want you to avoid alcohol consumption. They're going to ask you to do that. They're going to find out if there are a way that you can avoid sleep deprivation. So avoid sleeping on your back, things of that sort. Um, they may even suggest oral appliances. Now, you've seen that commercial or heard that commercial on the radio. Zipa, that's one of the most famous ones that are out now. Um, there's other ones too. There's, um, I don't know if it's called, uh, I forget, yeah, I can't remember the other one, I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, so looking at the other aspects of this is, like I said before, a CPAP machine, which is, uh, it stands for Continuous Positive Airway Pressure. So that's what that acronym stands for. If you didn't know what CPAP means, it means Continuous Positive Airway Pressure. And it says this approach involves wearing a pressurized mask over your nose while you sleep, and it's attached to a small pump that forces air through your airway so that you can breathe a lot easier, okay, and hopefully it eliminates snoring. Some people get what's called palatal, uh, palatal implants, and that's where the, uh, as the pillar procedure, doctors inject a braided strand of polyester filament into your soft palate, and it stiffens it and reduces the snoring. Um, now, there's traditional surgery. They call it uvolopalatoplasty. I, I didn't say it correctly, but it's UPPP. It's three Ps after that. And it's usually given with general anesthesia. The surgeon tightens and trims excess tissues from your throat. Uh, laser surgery is done. That's L-A-U-P-P-P. -P -P. It's three Ps after that. That's um, a laser-assisted uh, surgery that's usually done on an outpatient basis, it says. And the doctor uses a small handheld laser beam to shorten uh, the soft palate and remove what's called the uvula, the U-V-U-L-A. That's what it's called. Now, another thing that's used is called somnoplasty, and that's radiofrequency tissue ablation. In this case, as an outpatient procedure, your doctor will give you a local anesthetic, and the doctors use what's called low-intensity radiofrequency signal to shrink tissue in the soft palate to help reduce your snoring. So the effectiveness of these newer procedures 
of course, needs further study, but generally these procedures are less painful than other types of surgery. Now, the last couple things I want to talk about before we go, and that's the lifestyle and home remedies. You hear a lot of that. You hear people talking about oils. Uh, essential oils are great. You know, that's something you probably would have to ask your doctor. Some of them can be harmful in some cases, so you, you really have to check it out. So, obviously, being overweight, losing weight is an option. Uh, sleeping on your side is better than lying on your back. Raise the head of your bed. Raising the head of your bed by about four inches may help. Nasal strips uh, or using external nasal dilator adhesive strips also help. Treating your nasal congestion or obstruction has been found to be helpful. Of course, limiting or avoiding alcohol or sedatives before sleeping. Maybe quitting smoking is helpful. And then, of course, getting enough sleep. And they say at least seven to eight hours, if not more, in some cases. Now, alternative medicine. And it says playing certain musical instruments. I know, it sounds interesting, right? It doesn't sound like it would be possible. But there's an instrument called didgeridoo. Uh, it's D-I-D-G-E-R-I-D-O-O. It's a musical instrument that pr- produces a droning sound, which may help train the muscles of the upper airway to lessen daytime sleepiness. Singing, yes, singing, may help improve muscle control of the soft palate and upper. One preliminary study had found that some decrease in snoring of participants who sang prescribed, were prescribed singing exercises every day for three months. These participants all began snoring as adults and had no nasal problems and were not overweight. And then more study of this technique is needed, though, however. Now, coping and support. Those of you who live with a snorer, they often tell you to get earplugs and do something with background noise to try to zone it out. But that may not be enough. So encourage your mate, encourage your partner to go to get help, seek medical attention. I hope everybody today has gotten a tremendous amount of value uh, from this particular condition. Remind yourself that this condition is not something to be taken lightly. You should always think to go to a doctor and get it checked out. So I just want to thank Mayo Clinic for providing me such great information about this to be able to bring it to you. And I'm learning more for myself because I'm a sufferer of snoring as well. I need help as well for a sleep study very soon. So I want everybody to check out Episode 7 that I did, and that's on sleep disorders. I really go into depth with a lot of different sleep disorders. I definitely talk about obstructive sleep apnea. That will help you understand a little bit better. So if you can, check out www.blocktalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today. Follow the episodes there. You can also check out my episodes on Stitcher Radio and iTunes. Feel free to reach me on Getting Healthy Today on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I also have a YouTube channel by the same name. So feel free to also get in touch with me by my email. That's vruiz, R-U-I-Z, at Comcast.net. That's, again, vruiz, at Comcast.net. Feel free to reach out to me. I'll definitely get back to you and help you out with anything that I can. So check out next week where we're going to talk about a not-so-happy topic. It's going to be talking about grief and loss, but I'm going to give you Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's five stages of managing grief. And hopefully that will be helpful to all of you out there and those of you who have unfortunately dealt with grief. So, guys, have a nice day, and I'll see you next week. So next week, 1130 to 12, we're going to talk about grief and loss. And it's been a pleasure having you today, and I hope this is 
have you on the program again next week. All right, take care. Bye. championship takes hard work, dedication, and commitment. Professional and world-class athletes use AdvoCare products. Why? Because they work. Scientifically formulated, independently tested, and proven to give us the results that we're looking for, to play at a championship level. Are you looking for results? AdvoCare. Use it. The pros do. 